Hello and welcome to Language Rules, episode 3, which will be about Swedish. And I'm particularly looking forward to this one because um, let's say I have advanced knowledge in Swedish and kind of a personal relationship to it. And that's why I'm looking forward to talking about it um, with my guest, Anders. Hello, Hi. Anders, who is uh, an expert in the field, like <laughs> always. Like <laughs> <laughs> uh, a native speaker of Swedish. And... Um, I would say we start right away with your little introduction in Swedish, if that's okay for you. Uh huh. Uh huh. In to what extent am I supposed to introduce myself? Uh, as you like, but uh -huh. um, yeah, it's supposed to be really short. Just uh, okay. that we um, <laughs> hear a bit um, how Swedish sounds like, uh, and, and uh, not too much, so that we still remember what you said. That we can also translate it in English. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, hey. Jag heter Anders. Jag kommer ursprungligen från Lund, Skåne. <laughs> Men numera bor jag i Stuttgart sedan 3-4 år tillbaka. Och jag är arbetskamrat till Annets pojkvän. På så vis känner vi varandra. Good enough? Okej. Ja, så... That's, that might be one of the few occasions uh, in which I actually understand the, the introduction. <laughs> so um, so you come from, from Sweden. So yeah. where exactly? So this is the southernmost part of Sweden, mm -hmm. which is... So the region is called Skåne. Mm -hmm. In English, it's called Skania. Okay. In German, it's called Schonen, I think. Schonen, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, And uh, particularly so from, from a city called Lund, mm -hmm. which is about 100,000 inhabitants. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, but now you live in Stuttgart. Yeah. That's also where we met. And uh, you also said that you're a, a colleague to my boyfriend. Uh, so where do you work? <laughs> <laughs> so we, we work at the Institute for Natural Language Processing at the University of Stuttgart. Mm -hmm. um, and you're <laughs> expecting me to, to explain what we do as well? No, no, not really. So, um, I mean, I already explained a bit what uh, computational linguistics is in the very first episode. Mm -hmm. And that's basically what's done there, right? Yeah. So, um, but you are more uh, um, computer scientist, right? So yeah, so my, my background, I did my undergraduate in, in computer science. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm doing my doctorate in computational linguistics. So okay. I'm kind of slowly learning some linguistic stuff as well. But, okay. but I have 
it's not your main expertise in, I right wouldn't now. say so no okay like when I listened to to the episode on on Chinese and you went through all these phonemes <laughs> fricatives and whatever they're called you know yeah I've heard all these terms but I, yeah. I don't know what a single one means so. <laughs> okay we, of course we will do that today again <laughs> of course I uh, can't wait <laughs> yeah um, no, I, I have matured, so it's I'm more uh, I, I'm developing uh, all the time. So um, I think we will have a bit different approach today, but uh, yeah, we will see. I, I mean, we can also talk about the different sounds if you want to know uh, the, the the terms. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, we will see. So so yeah, you you're uh, here in Germany now and. Um, What is uh, so so yeah? What what other languages do you speak apart from Swedish and English? Yes. Um, I guess I speak a bit of German. Yeah. Um, or some sort of. I guess my German is okay, and yeah, I, I can, have a I can, uh, slight amount of Italian as well. Some sort of survival Italian, so but it's <laughs> extremely <Okay>. rudimentary. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but but um, I can confirm that your German is really uh, really good by now. So, uh, in in the beginning, um, so since when are you here? Like four years. I think it's like four that. years now. Yeah. And in the beginning, we were only speaking English, and but now your your German is really good. I think. Yeah. So, uh, and you you already learned it in school, right? It's yeah. So. And but then they teach you something which is not the same as what is being spoken so yeah like i think both in terms of accent but also in terms of voc vocabulary so yeah. you kind of have to start in some sense from scratch but mm. but one good thing was that i i got the grammar in school right mm, so. yeah yeah anyway we're not really here to talk about german no right? that's true that's true um I just wanted to know if there's some uh, something else, but yeah, I knew no, about no, Italian. No, no exotic. Uh, no, no, also. <laughs> that's uh, that's a shame. Um, okay, so let's maybe talk a bit. Uh, talk a bit about Sweden. Do you know how many people live there at the moment? So I think it's it passed nine million a few mm -hmm. years ago. So I okay. would guess nine nine point one million. Okay. So yeah, I found 9.6, but yeah, it's like in this region. Um, so not so many people, but it's a huge country uh, if you uh, compare it to... Bigger than Germany, area-wise. Yeah, uh, that's true. <laughs> but only one-tenth of the population. Yeah, uh, Germany has about 10 more, and so the population is about 10 times higher, but the... Um, The also the the density of uh, um, people per square meter is ten times higher. Yeah, so you have a lot of space up there. <laughs> yeah, but I think in that sense, if you could split Sweden into half, mm -hmm. and then you'd have ninety percent of the population in one half and only ten percent in the other half. So yeah, so yeah, right. That that. <laughs> which yeah. is the northern part of yeah. Sweden. So you maybe like above Stockholm, maybe basically, yeah. Because S Stockholm has how many inhabitants? Like a million or something? Yeah. So let's like one to two, depending on how you count the. the so that's a quite big part of the whole population. Uh, 
like I, I think I think there's some sort of ignorant attitude uh, uh, among Swedes that are not from the north that anything north of Stockholm this is Norland, so yeah. the Northland, yeah. which is actually a region of Sweden, mm. but it begins way way north of, of okay. Stockholm. But I, I guess it's maybe. Um Uh, the same the other way around like people in the north maybe don't think so much about the south in sweden so no no i i uh, don't know like there is i'm i'm guessing we will talk a bit about skona later but mm -hmm. even if you're from the from the north you probably know about skona and that these people are a bit <laughs> weird and half danish something yeah, like that yeah yeah i guess there are always some kind of prejudices and uh Ways to make fun of the other parts of the country. Um, do you do you know um, how long the distance from the top to the bottom is? Uh, because Sweden is especially uh, uh, long. So, do you know the any number of how long that is? Or? Is it about two thousand kilometers? Yeah, could be. So I, I just uh, have in mind that uh, I don't know if it was you who told me that it's like the distance from Berlin to Moscow or something. That it's that one I haven't said, but but no, okay. I think it's roughly the same from the southernmost tip of Sweden. It's the same distance mm -hmm. to the northernmost as it is to somewhere in Italy, so Rome. Okay, so. Mm. and it's also I I looked this up once as well. It's also roughly the same distance as it is from the U.S. Canadian border to uh. the U.S. Mexican border. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it was this one. Yeah. Impressive. Yeah. Wow. So but but I forget if it's two thousand. But I I think it's roughly two thousand kilometers, a yeah, bit more. Might be yeah. So it's a it's a big country with few people, um, and um, Lund you already said is, yeah, really in the south. It's like the um, most southern, yeah, most southern region, and it's all almost Denmark. Um, the next. Um, Biggest city is Malmö, mm -hmm. um, which is maybe in, in the southern region. In the southern region, yeah. yeah. Um, and also not far away is uh, Copenhagen because right. it's really close to Denmark. And also Lund has a quite famous university, or in, I don't know, at least in Sweden, it's uh, I think it's always fighting with Uppsala. If which one is the oldest? Um, Well, it's it's clear which one is the oldest. Uppsala is older, yeah. Uh, okay. But uh, I guess in terms of prestige, these are the uh, two competing universities. Okay. Really, but I thought that was also something about which one is older, depending what how you count. Yeah. I I don't really think so. No. So so anyway, like yeah. this all this talk about Denmark. Maybe we should just quickly uh, get this done with. So <laughs> okay. Um, Skåne used to belong to Denmark. Yeah. Right. And uh, it was occupied by, by the Swedes mm -hmm. in uh, 1658. Mm. It was ceded to, to Sweden yeah. uh, together with some other parts, including a part of Norway, which mm -hmm. was subsequently given back to Denmark, which is, has later turned into Norway. Anyway, as, as part of this, uh, when they occupied this, they wanted to sort of make... The, obviously, the people in Skåne didn't like to become Swedish. They had been Danish for, for a long while. Mm -hmm. So uh, some sort of campaign to to Swedify the 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 people down there. They 
started this university. So Lund University okay. was founded in 1666, mm -hmm. eight years after the the conquest. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then they also kind of sent professors down from Uppsala and and so on to start teaching there and so on. Okay, so it was Uppsala which was first. Okay. I know a bit uh, about Lund as well because I was uh, studying there as an exchange student, um, which I think is. Uh, It's quite cool that we have this little connection there, uh, even though we we uh, met here in Stuttgart. So, but uh, enough about that, maybe. Um, so, apart from from Swedish, um, which which other languages are there in uh, in Sweden? So, is there anything other important uh, that is spoken in in Sweden? <laughs> There are two tr two answers to this question. Mm -hmm. um, the first one is that Sweden has taken a fair amount of, of refugees in recent yeah. years mm -hmm. from uh, from Iraq and uh, currently from Syria and so on. Mm -hmm. um, and these people speak uh, Arabic, right? So uh, there are certainly people that speak Arabic. During yeah. the, the wars in the 90s, there were people, refugees coming from uh, Yugoslavia, so mm -hmm. Serbo-Croatian. Um, so these are languages that are spoken in yeah, sort of, of immigrant communities and so on, right? Then there's also, Sweden has five official minority languages. Mm -hmm. um, I think this this is somehow the EU that introduced this, this notion of minority languages, mm -hmm. but how to implement it was sort of left up to the member states. Um, and I think in, in, in Sweden they did it this way that they wanted to They didn't want to do Arabic, or I don't know cause and effect here, but essentially they, they said something. Yeah, it should have been should should be spoken since a hundred years ago already, or two hundred years ago. Mm. So there are five of these languages, and uh, you know which yeah, ones they are. I kind of suspect you've done the homework <laughs> already, but I th I think it so. It's it's uh, Romani, mm -hmm. Yiddish. Sami, Mienkali, which is known as Tunedalsfinska, I think. Mm -hmm. And the fifth one is that Finnish? Yep. Yeah. It is. Yeah, really good. So. Um, And I, I yeah. think, like, uh, this, the implementation of these minority languages is something along the lines that you have the right to get all kinds of documents from the government mm -hmm. in these languages. Mm -hmm. And there has to be, somewhere in Sweden, there is at least one professorship for each of these languages. Okay, yeah. And I think Yiddish, um, that's in Lund. The professorship? Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, and so uh, this Miankieli... Um, um is yeah as you said it's also um it's often considered a kind of dialect of finnish but you know that i i guess the people themselves maybe say it's it's a different language i'm not sure i don't I, know much I about it know. um like to me it's all greek <laughs> <laughs> so you don't speak like finnish <laughs> no no like interestingly all these five languages they yeah. are really Really different from Swedish. yeah, they're not yeah. Uh, related, right? <laughs> I think the one that is maybe most related is Yiddish. Probably, yeah. Um, I'm not sure, but 
so sa uh, Sami is also really, really different. I think it's also more related to Finnish and Romani, I don't know. Um, but yeah, Romani, I think, is Indo European at least. So, yeah, it sounds like it would be Romance. So, no, yeah. no, like these yeah. are, uh, yeah. the, I think the, the mm. uh, pejorative term is gypsies, right? So yeah. the people mm. who or who speak yeah. uh, Romani, it's and they they uh, migrated from India like a thousand or two okay. thousand years but ago. But is Romani is it Romanian? I'm not sure. No, 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 no. It's no, this is different. completely different. Okay. Romanian is a Latin language, uh, Roman Romance Ro language, yeah, right? Yeah. So related to Italian yeah. and so on. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. But uh, Romani is. Uh, I've I read up on this. A while back, like mm. how these people migrated from uh, okay. from India, and sort of made stops over the centuries in sort of Turkey or wherever. Mm -hmm. um, and as far as I remember, they they weren't popular anywhere, so they kind of oh. kept moving. <laughs> yeah. So maybe uh, yeah, maybe I can uh, make an episode about uh, Romani some some day. Uh, obviously, I would need it. So, but it sounds really, really interesting. So yeah. That's much about the minority languages. Uh, another one, um, which is also kind of minority language, but is not like officially recognized, is Swedish Sign Language. Uh -huh. Also, um, I guess you you also um, noticed that it uh, recently gained some popularity, um, uh, like on YouTube. I don't know. Did you? No. Uh, so there was this. Uh, um yeah sign language translator who translated songs from the melody festivalen ah yeah <laughs> wolfgang showed me this ah yeah. okay, okay. So yeah so no i have seen it okay <laughs> okay and um uh, so that's this is kind of the um subdivision of the eurovision song contest in sweden so or it's the pre-selection mm -hmm. and um uh so it's a singing contest And uh, there was this guy uh, translating songs to Swedish sign language and did it really expressively. So, um, and it uh, was even uh, um, yeah popular outside of Sweden just because uh, you you didn't have to understand the the Swedish and the song and still somehow uh, understood the emotions uh, that were shown there. Um, so I, I can I can link. Uh, to that so actually it's several songs and so i can um, put a link into the show notes um because it's a bit uh, it wouldn't make sense to yeah play it here <laughs> because you have to no, but it. it's yeah. fairly amusing but, uh, yeah uh, now that we know the languages in sweden the other way around uh is there something else uh, some other country where swedish plays a bigger role uh, apart from sweden so in in Finland, mm -hmm. there there are people that speak Swedish as their first language. Mm -hmm. As far as I know, they they have to teach uh, all all school children are taught both Finnish mm -hmm. and Swedish. Mm -hmm. This is a bit controversial. I think some people are are trying to get rid of the Swedish. But mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think also Linus Torvalds, the the inventor of Linux, mm -hmm. is a native Swedish speaker. Okay, and he's from Finland, or yeah. Okay, ah. although I'm I, I, I'm speculating now. Like I I think I've read this at so, some point, but it it, uh, it sounds so the name sounds Swedish, but yeah, never know. So so as far as I know, the 
the Moomins, you know, the right. Th they they are also from Finland, but I think their native language is also Swedish. Right. So the 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 author is also Swed uh, Swedish speaking or from the Swedish speaking part of Finland. Um, I also found that um, Swedish is also spoken in in Denmark. Uh, so this website Ethnologue, it lists uh, Finland and Denmark, and it's uh, about uh, your dialect Scanian. It says that uh, it is called Southern Swedish in Sweden and Eastern Danish in Denmark. So mm. uh, is it like uh, also spoken in Denmark then? Do you know something about that? No, I don't. <laughs> okay. So like but, then uh, there is, I don't know, again, I'm not a linguist, right? So, um, yeah, but, but to, some, you, to some yeah. extent, I think you could argue that Swedish, Danish and Norwegian is just a single language right with different dialects yeah which is actually something that is said by some people in fact yeah. so if you have this like discussions about what is a language and what is a dialect and where's the distinction then i, I have often read that uh, the the scandinavian languages are always like an example for um that uh, actually it's one language with different dialects but you know uh, because the dialects have an army right uh, it's, so it's a political decision that uh, they s at some point were recognized as different languages um yeah would you say that um like danish is uh, in the same way understandable for you or do you understand danish in the same way as you would understand someone from northern sweden no i, I guess <laughs> it's still easier to understand somebody from northern sweden mm -hmm. but like in terms of writing i guess there's no problem like yeah uh, it's more about pronunciation yeah <laughs> ironically it's also that i have this feeling that the people the danes from copenhagen which are closest to Sweden, mm. those are the ones that are most difficult to understand. Okay. And the Danes that I find easiest to understand are the ones that's farthest away from Sweden. Okay. Yeah, okay, that's... Hmm. So it's not just a, just a question of, uh, uh, yeah, geographical uh, nearness or how far away you are, but uh, there seem to be some other factors. But you can like when you when you meet a, a Danish person, how do you communicate? Is it uh, you speak Swedish and the, the other guy speaks Danish, or how do you? No, this <laughs> this often ends up being English, actually. Okay. It's 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 simply that uh, if if I spend some effort and my counterpart spends some effort, uh, you know talking a bit slower and more clearly, then then there isn't really a problem. Mm. But it slows down conversation and somehow you can get away faster by yeah. switching to English. Yeah. It's a bit ironic. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah. On the one hand you could say it's it's just one they are just dialects, but obviously it's not I mean, one definition is always that you can understand each other, and if you don't uh, really can't actually, then so that that's so they are not so dialecty <laughs> anyway. So if you can't communicate without uh, much, yeah, like concentrating a lot, and then um, that said, then it's of course it might require some effort uh, yeah. also to speak with somebody from from the far north. 
Yeah, okay. So yeah, the, so I guess the, the boundaries are like fuzzy and uh, it's more a continuum. Um, one place where you can uh, observe this is um, when you uh, come from Denmark to uh, to Sweden. So there, in between there is the Öresund. Right. And um, only some years ago they built this bridge between the two. And you can um, uh, go from Denmark to Sweden with, by train now, mm -hmm. which is kind of cool. And what I also find cool is that... And it's really close, right? Like the train really ride yeah. is 20 minutes or so yeah. between uh, Copenhagen and Malmö. Yeah. And if you get on the train in Denmark, uh, everything like... When they say the next station, it's in Danish, and then you get over the uh, the bridge, and then suddenly everything is in Swedish, and it's like it's just like that. It's so natural; no one cares. And um, also, I, guess I, I yeah. never even paid attention to this. Yeah. But if if you say <laughs> that's the case, I believe you. Uh, and then um, the guy uh, coming through the train and checking your tickets. Sometimes it's a Danish person. Sometimes it's a Swedish person, and. Uh, Yeah, I think that's that's uh, somehow cool um, that it's mixing in this way. But yeah, so for you it's maybe not so special because yeah, it's just like that. But uh, but, but this yeah. this bridge across the Oversund Strait, mm. this this has certainly uh, been very influential on this immigration. Mm -hmm. yeah. So now that you can go back and forth so easily, yeah. people work on one side and live on the other, and so yeah. on. I have friends back home that. Uh, that work at the airport in Copenhagen for mm -hmm. instance that's yeah. several people do that if you go go to the airport in, in Copenhagen uh, you know you go to some cafe and want to buy a sandwich I, I think chances are higher that, that the, the clerk speaks Swedish than mm -hmm. Danish so. yeah yeah that's that's really cool um, and there so the, there is also a, a TV series about th that bridge or centered around that bridge I think in English it's just the bridge. Um, and uh, so I, I've uh, seen it in German, and, but um, I think it is cooler to see it in the original because, um, in the original language. Um, because, so it's about two police officers, one from Sweden and one from Denmark, and they have to work together because uh, they found a dead person on the bridge just at the uh at, at the boundary of Sweden and Denmark and uh and they don't get along so well in the beginning and uh, I think in the original they speak uh, their own language so each of them speaks their own language like the Swede and Swedish and the Dane and Danish and I uh, I guess this uh brings uh, additional humor to the situation so because of the misunderstandings and I, I would really like to see that in, in the original so have you have you seen it so yeah this is this is a bit embarrassing okay but, uh, I guess I should be frank so um, um, we bought the DVD yeah in Germany <laughs> yeah and then you can get it with the With original sound mm -hmm. or original sound and German subtitles yeah. or dubbed in German yeah. with or without German subtitles. Yeah. I'm guessing when this was aired on Swedish television, mm. the Danish 
uh, parts were subtitled in Swedish mm -hmm. and vice versa in, in Denmark. Yeah. Um, and uh, we started watching this and uh, I couldn't follow the Danes. Okay. Like it, it was pretty painful. <laughs> so we watched the first episode and then kind of gave up. Okay. Uh, uh, but I would like to watch it, but I'd like to have Swedish or, <laughs> you know, subtitles in some language I understand. Even Danish subtitles would be fine. Um, okay. But uh, so no, it, it, it really took the, the joy out of the whole thing. That, that, uh, but that, so there weren't uh, German subtitles? Yeah, okay, but yeah. not German subtitles. Okay. Not, not, for, not for, that just doesn't make sense for a Swedish-Danish... <laughs> And I'm still kind of struggling a bit with German. I, I don't recall, actually. But okay. yeah, no, so I <laughs> okay. guess that's some sort of, of evidence that maybe it is two different <laughs> languages. <laughs> okay, so maybe then I don't have to try this. If, if you don't uh, get it, then um, it might be too But I can me. lend you the DVD. It has, <laughs> it has the original. <laughs> yeah, so, okay. But uh, yeah, just as a as a um, tip, the, this is a nice series. So um, yeah, so we so we already said that uh, Swedish is a Scandinavian language and that it's uh, closely related to Danish and Norwegian. Um, it's also related to Icelandic and Faroese, but it's uh, not not related to Finnish. Um, Some, I think some people think that uh, it's somehow the same because they are both somewhere there in the north of Europe. Um, but it's... Uh, no, f Finnish yeah. is clearly a different language. Yeah. So, so Swedish is uh, Germanic and Indo-European and Finnish is... Uh, so I think it's Finnic so, and then the, the branch above that is Uralic. Something so like that. Something like that. And uh, in fact, Finnish is uh, more related with Hungarian, so which you wouldn't maybe expect at first glance because it's some not so uh, so not so close as Sweden and Finland. But uh, yeah, so so just to also give the classification. And uh, one more thing about this um, uh, this question: whether if how how similar. Um, Swedish and Danish and so on are. Uh, so when I was in Sweden the last time, I bought some candy just for research purposes, of course. Uh -huh. So I have this one. Do you know it? Have you? I guess <laughs> so, yeah. So it's uh, kind of um, strawberry strings, yeah. what do you say? And it's called uh, Snöre. <laughs> Snurda. Yes. I would say. Snurda. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, but the, the thing that I found, find cool about it and why I bring it up here is like the way it's written. Because yeah. um, it has, uh, so there is this uh, letter uh, Ö, I would say in German. So you would say Ö. Uh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, and um, the, this, what would be the Swedish way to write this, uh, this letter? So this is the same as in German. So an O with two dots above it. And then uh, in I think in both Danish and Norwegian you have like an O with a stroke, 
or what would you say? Stroke in the middle. And so with this, with this snare, uh, they, they just uh, combined both. So it's an O with two dots and the stroke. Um, I guess we'll, you'll have to take a picture of that and add that yeah. on, on your... Uh, so so I can I can take a picture and put it into the the blog post, and uh, I could even try to to um, add it to the uh, podcast itself, because on some devices you can also um, see pictures. So I could um, attach the picture to the chapter mark, and then you can see the picture. I will put it in the blog uh, in any way. Um, so and I think that's a nice uh the reason why they did it is because it's sold in uh yeah in both countries or in all three countries and so it's more so that every that everyone is um um feels like oh it's for me <laughs> I don't know Well what's interesting <laughs> is what's yeah. right below it yeah. too right there yeah. they've decided to spell out strawberry in both Swedish and Danish Yeah um which is uh, so I don't know the Danish your bear something <laughs> like that <laughs> and and swedish yodgub yodgub yeah so but, so but I, <laughs> I to me like any any swede would understand the danish and any dane would understand yeah, the of swedish course, of course. Um, but that's something i've i've also noticed that they often uh, if you go to the supermarket and look at um kind of food with uh, ingredients or something they often have these kind of uh, regular expressions <laughs> so <laughs> that they, they they try to write all the ingredients uh, in, in all the languages at the same time and for the words that are different they just make like a slash yeah so i don't know if it's like this here as well so they have yeah so they have swedish and they have a danish slash norwegian yeah and it's then often it's that danish yeah. and norwegian is lumped together yeah, because they are maybe, s maybe the, the the they are. I don't know. Are they more similar? Or I think their orthography is is uh, yeah. very similar. That that might be yeah. So so when you read um, texts in Danish or Norwegian, do you? Th so for me, it's always like. Yeah, I I can understand it, but um, I have the feeling they cannot spell right, <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> because they are. So most of it is really similar, but then some, yeah, some stuff is uh, um, also different. Some some different letters, even like the the ö and um, so there there is also ä in Swedish. Right. So the a with two dots, and and then there is the third one, which is a bit looks a bit different. The the a with the little uh, o on top of it. Yeah, a ring, I think. A, a it's ring. Some, sometimes okay. called in English. Okay. And then in 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 uh, Danish and Norwegian, they also have like a and e as one letter. Right. And uh, I don't know if what else. I think that might be it. Yeah, but with the oh, I d I don't know if they have it. I I'm fairly confident. The Danes don't, but with the Norwegian, I'm not sure. Nor Norwegian has this additional uh, issue that they have two, two languages or actually orthographies. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, yeah, or languages <laughs> actually, right? Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. I couldn't tell you. Okay. Um, but we're here yeah. to talk about Swedish, yeah, right? Yeah, that's uh, that's true. And um, I suggest we uh, go on talking a bit about the sound of Swedish. So and. 
um, I first would like to ask you what um, what kind of stereotypes do you think uh, exist about Swedish? So, uh, well, people always tell me that it sounds like we're singing when yeah. we're talking. Yeah. Um, okay. I guess that's the one thing that comes to mind. Mm -hmm. Okay. And do you do you think that's true, or do you think that's there is something to this, but. Yeah. To me, I don't hear it myself. I hear <laughs> Swedish. I don't hear singing. So, so it's kind yeah. of difficult to to tease this apart when when it's mm -hmm. your native language. Yeah. I think it's also the case that in the south where I'm from, we sing a bit less than okay, in, yeah. say, Stockholm. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But it's still clearly going on. Yeah. So, of course, it's always hard to to uh, decide yourself whether such a stereotype is valid um, and so I, I thought about some way uh, or some uh, um, whether I could find something where this kind of stereotype is shown or where where people who are not from Sweden um, fake Swedish so that uh, that I that you can uh, like he hear what it sounds like for other people and um, Yeah, there is one character that immediately came to my mind. Uh, I'm sure you know him as well. Um, from the Muppet Show. <laughs> I um, did some research about him. It's the, the Swedish cook. and um, Swedish chef, right? The, oh, the Swedish chef. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's even more important than I thought. Um, yeah, is a little... Uh, uh, Yeah, fun activity. Um, I, I um, looked up one one uh, little clip, or I would like to play a little clip uh, with him. So okay, and I I particularly like the one where he makes chocolate mousse. Episode two hundred twenty. Oh my god, <laughs> there are so many. <laughs> now is that of course the moose is the moose like <laughs> the Swedish animal but anyway so do you think that sounds particularly Swedish no <laughs> do uh, you no in fact not. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't I I'd never watched uh, the Muppets mm -hmm. uh, when I was a kid yeah but uh, sometimes people make jokes about this yeah and, uh, A while back, I, I looked this up on YouTube and yeah. looked for Swedish Chef because yeah. wh what the hell is it that yeah. they're talking? <laughs> and I was I was rather perplexed because it doesn't sound like Swedish. So <laughs> um, yeah, maybe I, it does uh, to British people. I have no idea. Uh, yeah. So so I would agree. I don't think it sounds so Swedish either. Um, 
so when when I uh, yeah looked that up, um, I found an, an article from the Slate magazine, magazine which has a nice t uh, title, um, which is "What do Swedes think of the Swedish chef? They think he sounds Norwegian." And also, they'd like you to stop asking. So, <laughs> sorry, there, I asked. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, do you think it sounds Norwegian? I mean, it's <laughs> is that no, closer? I wouldn't <laughs> say so. Uh, and in this article, um, they are also like a kind of uh, uh, trying to analyze the, uh, his uh. his speaking and trying to find out from which part of the country he could be, and. Uh, um, One one thing I liked, so they they said it, it, he can't be from Skåne, mm -hmm. um, and then they had another video of uh, Slatan Ibrahimovic, mm -hmm. the yeah probably the the only famous Swedish foot, uh, soccer player. Uh, apparently, he's also from Skåne. Yeah, yeah. Malmo. Um, Malmo, okay. Uh, yeah, and because and the Swedish uh, chef doesn't sound like him, that's why he can't be from Skåne. So. Definitely not. <laughs> Although I'm not sure. If Slatan is representative for, for <laughs> s yeah, the okay. Scanian accent, either mm -hmm. okay. Uh, so, so I he he speaks a particular kind mm -hmm. of Malmö mm -hmm. accent. Okay, uh, and you know his uh, he was born in Sweden, but his yeah. parents are Yugoslavian. Yeah, okay, that uh, might influence uh, that as well. Yeah, and in Malmö there are quite a lot of uh, immigrants or second generation immigrants and mm -hmm. um, this I think there's something similar going on in Berlin where there are these kinds of particular mm -hmm. accents that mm -hmm. are arising among uh, sort of immigrants mm -hmm. that speak German yeah and there's something similar going on in Malmö yeah and right yeah. I would I associate Slatan with 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 that okay Then on top of that, Malmö has a historically a particular Scanian accent, mm -hmm. which is different from what you find uh, outside of Malmö within Skåne. Mm -hmm. So, I to me, there's quite the diversity within Skåne as well. Mm -hmm. But I guess um, you have to be Scanian to to yeah. to notice that sometimes. So I, I remember that you. Um, uh, Once uh, sent a link to a, to a, yeah, I think it was a, some article of a Swedish newspaper where they had different videos of different Scanian uh -huh. uh, accents, um, and uh, yeah, it's interesting. So so I I can like recognize what is uh, spoken in Lund and Malmo, and the other ones I could maybe say yeah, Skåne, but uh, yeah, but yeah, basically you have to be from. Uh, Scania? Is it Scania? Yeah, yeah, in English it's Scania. Okay. Isn't there also a company called like that? Uh, yeah. Scania? They make trucks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But are they from. No, I think they're from Gothenburg or around that area. <laughs> okay. Uh, maybe Scania has a really good. Um, you know, you want to be associated with it? So I don't know. Uh, okay. So yeah, the, the Swedish chef. Uh, doesn't sound so Swedish actually and what I found interesting then is um, how he's called in uh, German do you know what's <laughs> the <laughs> no I don't tell me it's the Danish chef aha so um, 
and I wasn't even uh, uh, aware of that. Uh, and so in in the German, so now when you hear that, you don't really understand anything. Like it's just, and in the German version, he speaks in fact German, but with an accent, uh -huh. which uh, I wouldn't uh, call particularly Scandinavian either. But okay, uh, and there he he has also the, so he always had this kind of song in the beginning, and in, in German he always says something like Smörebröt, Smörebröt, Röm, Pöm, Pöm, Pöm. <laughs> And I always thought, like, that's wrong. It's it isn't even a Swedish word. <laughs> like, it's there is no smörbröt in Swedish. But um, yeah, it, it's meant to be Danish. But, and I didn't I didn't even know. And I I don't really know why. Because why would you uh, uh, change the Swedish uh, chef into a Danish chef? I don't really understand it. But I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a, f uh, a f nice fun fact, <laughs> you know. Um, and I also found it, uh, the the German version quite lame. So, uh, in but fact, did, did you uh, watch this as a kid, or uh, so I I knew it somehow, uh, and I think I I watched it as a child, but not not it wasn't one of my favorite uh, shows. So, or not that I would have seen it very frequently. But so uh, it's yeah, maybe some pop cultural knowledge. No. everyone has somehow and you don't really know why but uh, yeah uh, and and actually i thought uh, because in germany the the uh, chef actually speaks german with an accent i i thought maybe this isn't supposed to be swedish but it's uh, supposed to be english with a swedish swedish accent so because he also says something like good good <laughs> uh, 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 and, and the mousse and the chocolate. And so, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's a children's <laughs> series, right? Yeah. I don't think we should try to <laughs> overanalyze it. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. But if you want to uh, read an overanalysis, uh, over analysis, you could read this article uh, that I already mentioned. It has some nice uh, also linguistic thoughts about uh -huh. <laughs> the, the sounds of this uh, the Swedish chef. Okay, so um, for me, um, the hardest part in learning Swedish or in speaking Swedish is the pronunciation, I think. Mm -hmm. So, um, pronunciation as in um, pronunciation or like also the singing part? Yeah, both. Like I, I, both. I meant to ask yeah. you uh, yeah. already before when we talked about the singing, like, yeah. I would assume linguists have some some. There is a name for for this stuff. Is this prosody or? Yeah, I th yeah, I think it's uh, the singing is is pr uh, prosody. So like the, oh, can you explain it? Like the patterns of stress in uh, over the sentence or something mm -hmm. like that, um, and um, so. The thing that makes uh, Swedish sound so singing is, um, I think, mainly due to the tones. Mm -hmm. So um, if you got half through the Chinese episode, then maybe you already heard the part about tones. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Um, and in in Swedish, um, there is something similar. Mm. Or, um, yeah, so actually it's, it's called tones as, as well, but the like the term um but it's not the same as the as chinese tones right 
No, so so you would say that Chinese is a tone language or a tonal language, and the and um, a term a term that's usually used for Swedish is it's said to be a pitch accent language, uh-huh. and um, uh, there are other uh, languages that work similarly. Like Norwegian is also right. has a different uh, similar pattern and also um serbo-croatian slovenian ancient greek uh-huh. and japanese and korean are also in this class um and so the the idea is but that they don't um, sound like they're singing right i don't know i don't so yeah th- that's not yeah maybe not not like swedish <laughs> i don't know but uh, so so the idea is that you have uh, so in, in Chinese, uh, we had uh, I've already explained that a bit. That um, the way you stress a word can change the meaning, mm. or the way you, yeah, like whether you say ma or ma uh, is different words. Right. And in Swedish, um, there is uh, something like that, but really basic. And so the difference between tone languages and pitch accent languages is that in pitch accent languages, not every syllable has tone, and not it's not um, the case that it uh, doesn't apply apply to every word. Mm-hmm. But there are words where it's important, and then but then it's not on every syllable, but just on certain syllables. And maybe we should have some some examples. And for that, I have this nice book here. Uh huh. Så ska det låta. Ja. Uttalsövningar i svenska. Ja, så så ja, it's called something uh, like that's what it should sound like. Uh. Um, and it's um, it's quite a thick book, I would say. And it's um, for um, students of Swedish to practice your pronunciation. Uh-huh. Um, so I uh, I found this in my uh, at home because so I I got it when I was uh, in Lund and since then I haven't really um, looked inside but maybe I should have because there are a lot of nice um, <laughs> you can uh, like like example sentences and stuff like that and I thought maybe we could um, uh, read some mm. and now I have to find the page about the accent oh yeah maybe Spruk melody oops so they also have a really nice um, explanation with the pictures here. Um, uh-huh. In Swedish, uh, there are two, uh, it's called two accents. So accent one and accent two. Mm-hmm. And um, so um, and uh, the words that have accent one have like one top. Mm-hmm. And here it's shown with a picture of a, a dromedary. So it has one hump. bump, hump. And uh, and accent words with accent two have two tops, and that's why there's a camel with two humps. Um, and we are, I'm sure they yeah they have some examples also. So uh-huh. so maybe if you if you read uh, always so they always have accent one and then a similar word with accent two, maybe you can just read okay. the, f- the first. So tak and takja. Tak, tak, yeah. Okay, so um, the first tak uh, just has one syllable, and I, uh, because yeah, you know, you have just one syllable. All these words have accent one, mm-hmm. 
because you don't you cannot have two tops. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe we should take a word with two syllables, right? Mm -hmm. Like the next one. Tender. Tandwerk. Okay. Tender. Tandwerk. Okay. So the first is like teeth, and right. the other is um, toothache. Toothache. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so I have to say I didn't really hear the difference now. <laughs> so, so it's supposed to be like uh, in the f in the first um, well, for the first accent you have this strong stress on the first syllable and then it's uh, uh, nothing else. And then accent two you have a, a kind of second stress on the on the second syllable. So, but this might also be like I think we are we are a bit sloppy with this in in southern Sweden. So this yeah. in, in this particular pair it might be more pronounced if you had a person from say Stockholm here. Yeah, but I'm not yeah. I'm not going to try to imitate a, a different <laughs> accent. Why not? But, but uh, <laughs> um, what about this one? Yeah. So uh, pass hmm? pass control. Mm -hmm. Is that more clear? Pass control. Pass. Pass control. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because yeah, pass again has just one. Ah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. So that's all, I also read that in in Skåne you don't. Um, it's not so pronounced, and that it also depends on the dialect how the different tones um, sound, whether it's more rising or more falling. Mm -hmm. So it's yeah, and I think that makes it also a bit hard to to learn. Um, because um, yeah, it's it's hard to get it right as someone who's not right. from Sweden. There are some words where you actually should hear the difference um, because there are some words um, which are like minimal pairs. So mm -hmm. um, here, also with nice pictures, where where uh, whether you pronounce them with accent one or accent two changes the meaning. Right. So, do you think um, you make a difference there? Yeah, Would yeah. we hear the difference? I, if you I know these pairs. Yeah. Uh, anden, or anden. Yeah. So. Anden or anden, but mm -hmm. yeah, it's. So, which one? The first one is like the duck. Right. And the second is. Uh, a genie. Genie, in a genie in a bottle. Yeah, a spirit uh, as well. Okay, and then there's also. Yeah, so I think it's, yeah. yeah. This one, I th um, Scotten, or Scotten, mm -hmm. Scotten, or Scotten. Mm -hmm. so, so the shoot shooting and the. It's actually bullet. Ah, it's a bullet. Yeah, cooler. Yeah. And and someone from Scotland. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Skuren or skuren. <laughs> <laughs> it's obvious, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so so. And this this is yeah. this is also one of those famous this examples. This is classic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tomten or Tomten. Yeah, so the it's the. Uh, how do we say in English? Um, the like property. The in terms of a of house pitch of land, uh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, the Santa Claus. Right. So, yeah. uh, Tomten or Tomten. 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 Yeah. So I hear that there's a difference, but this is actually a part I didn't really bother to learn. <laughs> so <laughs> because so these words there are not not really. So I think I read about that there are about a hundred words uh, uh -huh. of these pairs, and um, 
yeah so so for me it's really hard to make the difference like i can hear it but to re to remember which one was the santa claus and which one the other yeah so so i guess maybe you aren't even aware sometimes that there that there is uh, that there are kind of minimal pairs i don't know i think no and most yeah. people don't know this yeah um yeah so uh, that's uh i think the main reason for the singing like right. um uh and in general so so for me it feels like uh you you yeah actually that's not true i would have said you pronounce stuff more accurately than in german for example so i often have the feeling in german it's more sloppy Mm -hmm. And then, uh, uh, and then in Swedish, it's more pronounced. Uh -huh. um, but but then again, here there are some some um, examples here where you have example sentences, and then they have like crossed out all the letters that you don't actually say. <laughs> so, uh -huh. yeah. But that's that's a matter of the mapping between orthography and pronunciation, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. And of course, uh, and of course, it, uh, I guess it depends on the situation and yeah. on your dialect and stuff like that. All whether you things, yeah. whether you just uh, mumble something in your beard or uh, have to be <laughs> a bit more formal or something like that. So, yeah. So, uh, have you have you another idea what else could be maybe hard in pronunciation and uh, pronunciation in Swedish for for people not from Sweden? I guess that's partly a matter of what your native language is right that's true right? um i i don't know i from the top of my head ah but it's this uh, the the so the word for the number seven for instance yeah yeah and this uh sound yeah. i think is supposed to be uh, pretty uh difficult yeah and there are some tongue what what is that tongue twister do, do, do you know this? Yeah, so uh, there is a version of this also here. Aha. Yeah. That's a nice one. Yeah, so it's like... 777 C6 sailors were taken <laughs> uh, care... Um, were nursed by one nurse. Yeah basically yeah so this is actually so i looked at, um for swedish tongue twisters and this is actually the the one you always find like it's the main tongue twister but there are thousands of um variants like uh whether it's seven sailors or right. 777 and sometimes the the nurses also sing and, and the, the, ah, the, right. the ship is sinking and stuff like that <laughs> But it's always with this uh, with, with the sound. I go guess what's interesting. I guess maybe you're getting back to to spelling later. But it's kind of the same sound, but it's mm -hmm. spelled in this particular case only in two ways. But if you have a, there are more ways to spell this as yeah, well. Yeah, in fact, it's uh, here it says that there are twenty different ways to spell it. Uh -huh. And there are also some examples. So I um, saw so in this in this um, tongue twister there is like. SJ mm -hmm. and SK, mm -hmm. but it could also be CH, G, GE, GI, and a lot more. Also SSJ and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, SKJ. 
S-C-H. Yeah. But that's from German, right? <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> douche. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, th th that's I think in, in many of these cases, like uh, some of these are, are loan words. Yeah. So when it's yeah. for CH, for instance, I think these are all French words like champignon, uh, champagne, yeah. and so on. Yeah. Yeah, and, and for the others as well, like. Yeah. Rene? Yeah. I <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, and. and um, the mean thing about this uh, about it actually is that it's so close to to sh in in so for me in german um so it's somehow close but not the same and also it seems to be different in different dialects of swedish and i also have the feeling that every person has uh, pronounces it a bit differently um yeah and like uh, among these 20 yeah it isn't just a single sound, right? Yeah. There is more than one, I think. Yeah, maybe you can read some of the words and then we can <laughs> compare. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, yeah. Uh, but Projekt uh, religiös fascist. Yeah. Yeah, so, so yeah. this is this is fasch. There, yeah. I'm somehow pushing the tongue towards the top of my yeah. mouth. Fascist. Yeah. And... Uh, Projekt, uh, yeah, maybe I'm somehow there's something different. I think Projekt mm. fascist. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I don't so have to translate those <laughs> words. <right>. <laughs> <laughs> so it depends even on the word, uh, actually. How you uh, or, or maybe it's yeah, also personal preference, depending on the word. I don't know, but uh, yeah. But that's that's a really mean one, and uh, I mean you could simply pronounce it as sh, but then and and uh, I I think there are also dialects in Swedish that pronounce it like that. Most, I don't know. Most likely. But but probably would be recognized as um, uh, someone who's not a native speaker. Um, right. Directly. So. <laughs> yeah. So so this one is really. Nice, but th here's also some some hints how to pronounce it. Like you can, um, if you th um, imagine like a train, uh. and then um, uh, uh, like the sound the train makes. So that uh, I mean, th th this also depends on, yeah. Choo 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 choo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So a, fr a friend of mine. Uh, who's Australian and went to Sweden and eventually learned Swedish. She was always saying with this with the number seven, mm. this was this was very difficult uh, to pronounce. But mm. uh, she did she was able to pronounce mm -hmm. which means sick. Yeah, uh, and it's spelled the same way, but you just append a k. Yeah. Uh, to me, it's obviously trivial. I I don't know. Yeah, uh, that's. Hmm. Who knows? Maybe, maybe th it's not the f the the sound. Maybe her problem was like that the syllable had to end in a in a consonant right, <laughs> or something right. like that. Yeah, yeah. And and as if that wouldn't be enough, there's another sound that is somehow similar, but still totally different, mm -hmm. which is on the next page. Aha. Uh -huh. <laughs> um. There, I, so I I tried to find some nice uh, tongue twisters for that one, mm -hmm. but 
it's so I like this. <laughs> this is quite nice. Like, shell Ashar Ishastin. Yeah. But so. I think maybe this is my my accent. But to me, these are not different. So the the shell mm-hmm. and shastin, mm-hmm. it's the same sh sound. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be like uh, that. They all are the same. Like also. Well, it's shell. the same as on the previous page as well. I would say. Really. In no. my mind. Really? No, but that's that's not true. <laughs> that's that's not true. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So in fact, here there are some uh, minimal pairs of. The first one and that and and this new one uh-huh. like the hook and uh-huh. now it's more like so skär och skär skiva och skiva skön och skön skjuta och skjuta okay so that's yeah that's there is definitely yeah and that's yeah. the point i think <laughs> on the previous page when when we only talked about the mm-hmm. this one sound Some of these I was pronouncing with the, with the other, second. other one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, maybe, yeah. So, mm-hmm. I guess it isn't uniquely defined for a single word which which of these is the uh. right one. So, doesn't yeah. make like life easier <laughs> for people <laughs> like you. Not really, no. Yeah, and so this one is um, also spelled in different ways, like TJ or um, KJ... And also often just K. So like there's also the word shut, mm. like shutbula, the famous meatballs. Shutbula. Which is often uh, pronounced like kutbula, but uh, um, by Germans who go to IKEA and <laughs> eat meatballs there yeah. and buy them. But so this is a nice um yeah, is it assimilation so that um in front of certain vowels, K becomes this sound. Uh-huh. Um, so here it says before E, I, U, E, Ö. So it's like f- front vowels. Um, yeah, and and uh, you're right, getting the distinction between this one and the f- the first one, yeah, is not always so easy and... Uh, and I guess that many, because especially this first one, I don't know if there is any other language that, <laughs> that has has the sound. And if you don't have it in your language, it's of course uh, mm-hmm. hard, uh, even harder to uh, to get it right in your mouth. So, so where where do you even pronounce this? But uh, yeah. yeah, but na- now it's really clear to me this yeah. pro- project yeah. fascist. Yeah, um, I think. Other people in Sweden wouldn't say projekt, but projekt. Projekt. And yeah. then, then it is the same sound as in fascist. Yeah, but and, and but it isn't like in shell, Ella, shell. It's still so. Uh, um, yeah. It's the third one. <laughs> uh, so so if I uh, uh, compare it to German, there the w- there we have like uh, sh and sh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and my op- approximation would always be that the first one is more like sh and the second is more like sh. but it's not totally true I think uh, um, and I think both so it works in both directions that Swedes also have a hard time to pronounce the German sh especially yeah. uh, so and I think the problem is that they are so close but not quite the same and then um, and it's the yeah. same in Germany right yeah. different different uh, accents differentiate yeah. Differently, yeah. right? Yeah. So 
that yeah that's yeah that's true and these are somehow i guess good tells if uh, what accent somebody's speaking like if mm. you meet a native german speaker yeah. sometimes you can spot immediately that he's from this mm -hmm. part of germany or that part of germany yeah yeah that for some for some accents yeah that's that's true mm. And as far as I know about German, there's there's in some place they've kind of uh, blended both of these, so they just use one of them. And uh, yeah, so I think there so there are also effects like that. Um, uh, if you have an, a dialect that uh, I'm not sure w uh, which direction, but in some dialects you you yeah you're right. You pronounce both sh and sh like I think it's like sh. I don't know. And then the people um, speaking the dialect are aware of this mm -hmm. and they they try to correct it. Uh -huh. And then sometimes they overcompensate. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they get it wrong in the other direction. Right, right. And uh, I don't know. Maybe this is also the case in Swedish. Um, um, I, I, I don't know. I think there uh, there might be, might be similar eff effects. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, so these, these two consonants are particularly hard but then there's also um so it's not so problematic for me but might be for people with uh with other native languages um that you often have uh, consonant clusters right you know so several consonants uh behind each other and there they have also a chapter on that um and um so so um in the Chinese episode, we also talked a bit about that, that uh, in Chinese you always have like one consonant and then there has to be a vowel. Mm. So there, there can't really be several consonants All right. after each other. So you always have to have a vowel. And I think people from China um, would have a hard time with, with these um, consonant clusters in, in Swedish. So let's see if we find a nice example. So here we have again some words and, and phrases with a lot of consonants. I don't know which one. Kunstöckningskriskuch. <laughs> That's a nice one. Yeah, so there we have like, so it's uh, ice skating shoes. Skate. Ice skating. <laughs> there we have S S K R. Yeah. And then there's the actually N J S S K R. Oh right! Oh right! Right! <laughs> right! Konstokningskriskuch. <laughs> yeah. So, but the the N G is actually one sound, like ah, that's true. Yeah. So this one is already tricky. Yeah. So so it's often like you have S. So something like S K R and mm -hmm. S T R and stuff like that, and also sometimes K. K N so uh, like knie here or here knepskalle yeah so it's not only that that you have these clusters but also that it's sometimes clusters that d you don't have in your own language right like uh, like I uh, guess S T R and S K R mm -hmm. is in English right mm -hmm. but for example K N so you have words with KN, but you don't pronounce the K in English then, right. like knight or right. knife. Uh. No, yeah. but I guess that's <laughs> always the case, right? Yeah, of course, yeah. So I, I remember in, in 
again the my extremely rudimentary Italian. There they have uh, SF and SB, oh, where you yeah. pronounce okay. or sp. Yeah. And uh, I always thought that was weird, but <laughs> obviously the Italians don't have a problem with it. <laughs> yeah, but they might have one with Swedish. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but it's not just the the consonants. Uh, I also think that the vowels are also kind of tricky because there are um, so many actually. Mm -hmm. So so there is uh, you have the difference in length. Mm -hmm. So it makes a difference whether it's a long or a short vowel. Um, and then on top of that, many vowels also um, if it if you pronounce it uh, long or short, then also the quality is a bit different. Mm -hmm. Like for the R, they I'm sure they also have. Nice uh, minimal pairs here for that. Um, for the, yeah, here. So maybe you can read up one of them. Tack och tak. Mm -hmm. Glass och glas. Yeah, so so in the first one, in the short, it's like ah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Uh, tack, genau. Uh, yeah, right. And the second, if you say the second word again. Talk. Yeah, so it's not like, so I would say talk, mm -hmm. but you say more like talk. talk so it's a yeah. bit more in the O direction. Uh -huh. So um, uh, it's not just uh, making the, the R longer, but also uh, pronounce it a bit differently. Uh -huh. So, and. Uh, That's true. Yeah. And the se similar is it? Uh, it's similar with the u, like uh, yeah, the long u uh, or the the short u is not just u, but uh, uh, it's better to find an example. Um, ooh. It's really nice. It ha uh, this book it has like um, examples for every letter, and then it's uh -huh. uh, sorted alphabetically, and so you can find it immediately. <laughs> Um, but is that something like flüta or flüta? No, that's yeah, that's that's actually another vowel. Uh -huh. But the, here are the examples. So, so which vowel is this in <laughs> English? This ah, the U. The U. Yeah. So I I meant the vowel you write with the U, which is. Um, Yeah, so here are uh, the, the like examples for that. Yeah. Full or ful. Mm -hmm. Or brun or brun. Yeah. So so the long is like u, <laughs> and the short is more like u or full. 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 Yeah. Could be. Yeah, so this was like full and ugly, right? Yeah. So, yeah. And and the one that you mean, with, which is uh, spelled as Y, uh, it's um, also mean because it's it's similar but not quite the same to the to the U vowel, and there are also uh, like minimal pairs. Like mm -hmm. I think you mentioned just one. Was it like? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, but. Hur or hur, loose or loose, dur or dur. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so so the the Y is more is more U, and the other is U. <laughs> I, I don't know. 
so uh, and then there's also e so there are also minimal pairs between those three and uh, right. yeah. uh so the vowels are really tricky i think um uh, but I, I think somehow this yeah. is because you're German. Like I, <laughs> yeah, of course. Obviously, but you're always biased by by your native language. Yeah, but I have yeah, this impression yeah. that that yeah. often often there are misunderstandings uh, when I talk to Germans about certain vowels. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I'm uh, also obviously I'm, I'm struggling in German sometimes to tell apart the the U and the U umlaut. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think the problem is that the. Uh, the vowels and the sounds are mapped differently. Like, yeah. I mean, it's actually also the case in English. Like, what is written as an A is like A in German and Swedish, mm -hmm. so roughly. But in English, it's mm, actually not. It's A or, yeah, depending on the context, it can be. Uh, I think it's mostly A. But uh, And also, if you, the letter... E is E in, in German and and it's similar between German and and, and Swedish. Like uh, uh, when I say O, I mean the round letter, mm -hmm. <laughs> and you may mean the A with the O on top, right? And stuff like that. And then it's uh, yeah, it's not helping to be not confused. <laughs> <laughs> if you, uh, yeah. Yeah, but but I think it's also um, uh, of course the native language also uh, always um, influences what you find hard in learning a language. But um, I I guess that it's also so so when I was uh, in Lund, there were also a lot of people from Asia, and and they all struggled with this uh, with learning Swedish. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, of course. Uh, so actually, for me, it's it's uh, or also someone who knows English or some other Germanic language. It's much easier because the the, the words are similar, the the uh, syntax is not so hard when you already know English. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so of course it depends on where you come from and what, the languages you already know. So yeah, yeah. So wh what do you think about about this book? Isn't it nice? I think I should maybe practice <laughs> <laughs> uh, with it. A bit more. It's 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 certainly fun to to look at. Uh, I don't know. I think <laughs> these things, a book isn't going to to solve the problem for you. These are these subtle no. things that that you <laughs> yeah. learn after years and years of yeah. practicing. Of course, yeah. Um, it's it's the same. I can you, you know you were telling me about the different uh, sounds in in yeah. German, and mm. I'm struggling with these when I speak mm. German and. Yeah. A book isn't going to help me. Like I know that there are two different sounds, and I know examples of it, but I just can't really do it. So, so <laughs> I've, I've given up trying. But I, I yeah. think if you if you speak long enough, often enough, slowly, yeah. you'll get it. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's the same. Like if you, you can even if you are aware of it, and you in theory you know how to do it, it's a whole different thing if you really speak. Right. That you remember all the, oh no, I should put the tongue more like that. Or, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's that's true. Okay, mm. I think. Um, oh yeah, there was one one thing I w um, uh, about pronunciation that I wanted to men to mention. 
Um, but I think it's also something that's not so relevant in, in uh, Scanian. Mm -hmm. uh, it's the retroflex sounds. So um, when you, whenever you have an R somewhere in the word yeah. and then a consonant like RT, then the T is, um, um, becomes a retroflex. So um, I take the book again. Is this um, the, the is this the same thing as with uh, how some people in Sweden can't pronounce my first name? Yeah. <laughs> okay, you think they can't pronounce it? Like. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's my formulation of the thing, right? But uh, okay, so how do they pronounce it? Well, well, I I I say Anders. Yeah. And I there is an R followed by an S. So yeah. Anders. Yeah. And I think some. Uh, and I guess it's the majority of Swedish. I, I I don't know, but they say something like Anders. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly what I mean. Um, and this this process uh, or the the result of it is a retroflex, and this means that the tongue is like um, put to the back. Mm -hmm. And uh, so when I learned Swedish, I I really was surprised that there is something like that in Swedish because uh, um, so I was already studying linguistics and somehow I, I thought this is something really exotic because uh, uh, people from India when they talk they they have th th these kind of uh, uh -huh. sounds like the dirty like so when you studied linguistics the examples were Indian languages and then you came across yeah. it in Swedish <laughs> yeah, ah, so okay. <laughs> something like that uh -huh. <laughs> so um, now I don't find the examples here but so for example uh, there's a word like uh, like uh, black would be svart yeah. so so how do, how do you say it svart Svart. So, so you really pronounce the R and the T and uh, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, yeah this this yeah. is known that in southern Sweden we we yeah. do it my way, <laughs> <laughs> right or wrong, <laughs> right? Like. Yeah. So uh, and, and I think this is because in the. Uh, and I guess it's also worth note. Uh, I I'm pretty sure in Danish they mm. don't do it, right? So. Uh, I don't know, but yeah. No, I, yeah. I don't think so. So, yeah. in at least in my mind, this is mm -hmm. always related to how how uh, Scania was Danish until 350 years ago. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, and uh, I think the reason why this happens in other uh, Swedish dialects, but not in yours, is that in the other dialects, the R is pronounced with the um, with the tongue, so with the top of the tongue, like. I don't really, um, I cannot do it really myself. So, and in your dialect, it's more in the back. It's uh -huh. it's more like I would pronounce it. Right. So in, in my German dialect, um, or I th actually, I think it's even the standard German. And then there are some other <laughs> <laughs> like dialects who also have this uh, uh, um, other. Um, and and uh, if you pronounce it with the with the tongue, the, with the tip of the tongue. Um, and then have to pronounce a T, then it's maybe somehow more uh, easier to just don't pronounce it, uh, to not pronounce it, but immediately put the, the tongue to your back. Mm -hmm. I don't know. So I can imagine that it has to do with it, that if you have in the back and then a T, it's farther away. Ah. And then you, you don't have to uh, assimilate it. 
I guess it's something like that. Mm. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and and this is, um, I think this is also something not so easy to to for for. So I mean, it would be easier for for Indian people maybe if you if you know Hindi. Or <laughs> at least this part is not so hard for you if you when you learn uh, Swedish. But uh, yeah, um, all right. But uh, maybe enough uh, about pronunciation. Um, um, yeah. So so I have also written down a bit about uh, speaking about Scanian, but I think we we already did it actually. So what is what is different from the standard? So it's like yeah, and I, I think uh, this uh, thing we just talked about with yeah, the, the retroflex. Ret uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, I think this is yeah. a, a pretty well-known tell for Scanian people that mm -hmm. we pronounce the R's yeah. differently. Yeah, and uh, another thing is maybe that. Uh, so uh, at least that's what it sounds like for me. Like the the vowels are always. It always seems to be not just one vowel, but several. Yeah. Like when you say scone, you say like scone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Um, I guess it's because it's it's uh, close to Danish. Like, yeah. Okay. Um, now we could uh, um, uh, learn some words, maybe also. Uh huh. And uh, so I think it's actually, so at least the whole stuff with the verbs is really similar to English. So um, so you, you have like uh, one, one form for all the different persons, for example. So um, if you say, I eat, then it's always eat right. and nothing. And it's even simpler because in in English you would uh, you have this uh, she eats right and you don't even have that in Swedish. No, in, in Swedish we've done away with all that. I think it was all it was all there and it's yeah. it's yeah. only even uh, you come across that sometimes mm. if you read something that's just a hundred years old, mm. uh, it's still there. Um, then I th I guess this was a gradual process where mm. it was. Probably like German initially, where this mm. the uh, every single person, like mm. uh, singular plural, uh, was marked on the verb, and then yeah. at some point it was just a distinction between singular and plural, and mm. by now it's all gone. Yeah, um, yeah. that's handy. Yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's nice. One one thing less to care about. <laughs> so, uh, um. But there's one thing I, I, I find quite cool. Uh, it's the nouns. So uh, how nouns are... Um, Marked for definiteness. Defined. Yeah, huh? <laughs> for example. Um, so uh, maybe we take an example. Um, I, I uh, thought about an example. Um, and um, I think I would like to use the word uh, for car. Uh, I like this one uh, somehow. Bail. Yeah. And... Uh, uh, can you guess why I like it? Uh, it's <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we have talked about it. Um, so well, because um, uh, you know what it what cars in German it's auto auto. So it's like the the uh, short version for automobile, right? Like the first part, and then Biel is like the last part, <laughs> and uh, I somehow like that. Uh, uh, and also, so um, I talked about that with some friends and we, we came up with the idea that 
there sh somewhere there should be a language where car is called Mo, <laughs> so like the middle part. But I don't know if the if it is. It would be interesting to to know. So yeah, um, yeah. But I like I like the word somehow, and also it's short and nice. <laughs> um, so um, if I would would say a car, how would I say that? And Bill. And Bill. Um, and then if I say uh, the car. Bilen. Yeah. And that's that's somehow cool, I think. So you you don't have a so in fact you have um like an, an extra article, um but uh the yeah um the pure way is like you, you if you want to mark definiteness you take the uh indefinite article and put it at the end. Like so N is Aha. Yeah. Never thought about that? No, not quite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so uh, you can at least think about this, uh, that way. You don't have a like uh, you don't have a different word like the, but you just uh, have a different form of the noun. Right. So, bilen. Um, so uh, and I think most most of the words work like that, but there are uh, also words who have who take another article. Uh, right. So. You mean yeah. the, that there are two genders? Yeah. Yeah. So that's n or et. Yeah. Uh, so, like the the word for house, for example, like et hus. Yeah. And huset. then. Yeah. Right. So and and these two two genders are also quite interesting. Like, oh, I don't I don't even know the the, the do you know the English terms for what they are called like. Utah or I don't even know the Swedish ones because <laughs> somehow they changed this. Uh, really? Yeah, it was okay. one thing like when my parents went to school and it's something else now. And when I went to school, it was somewhere right at the transition phase. Okay. And, and besides, in w they didn't really teach us that much uh, when I went to school ab about these things. So. Uh, yeah. Okay. But I think oh. I think nowadays it's. Neutrum and utrum. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's also that's what I know, and but I'm not sure about the the English, whether it's like neuter and uter or something like that. Uh, no like, idea. <laughs> um, but I, yeah. I think my my mom she would say it's uh, neutrum or reale. Mm -hmm. Okay, never heard that, but. And and I then do? I think I've looked at Wikipedia for this, and then of course there is some super lengthy explanation, <laughs> and and it is not quite the same. There is some <laughs> distinction that the linguists have, blah yeah. blah. So okay, uh, but I couldn't tell you. Yeah, there, but there are two genders. That's yeah, and the and the easy way to say it is there are n words and et words. Right. So. Um, and uh, but most of most of the nouns are like n words, right? Really? So, yeah. So uh, so I, at least I learned that if you if you are not sure because this is something you have to learn right by heart. Um, and if you are not sure, then it's probably n. So uh -huh. like it's more probable that it's that it's n. And there I think there is some uh, broad classification that et is more for things. And N is more for people, but it's not quite uh, true all the time. Um, yeah, but two genders, yeah. Um. <laughs> that, that, that reminds <laughs> me, uh, a friend of mine who's not a native Swedish speaker, he, he always says Bilet. 
for for <laughs> car indefinite form. So I guess <laughs> it is a thing, right? But yeah. uh, it's not an it word. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he's over general over generalizing or something uh, like that. Yeah, yeah. But the good thing is, even if you get it right, people uh, most of the time still know what you mean. Yeah, so it's like. And like in German, where it's even worse, like you have to know three different articles. But even if you get it wrong, people still know yeah. more or less <laughs> what you mean. Um, so uh, how do you uh, form the plural? Like if I have several several cars. Yeah, so then it's Bilach. Yeah. Okay. And in definite form, that would be Bilana. Yeah. So you again, there's like the definite ending in the end. So right. the cars. So. Right. Um, and then you can also do something like um, the cars uh, wheel or something yeah, like that. So marking possession. Yeah. Uh, so then it's bilens. Yeah. So the bilanas. Yeah. It, the, the genitive. Uh, right. You just add an s in the end. Um, so and if if so yeah that's that's I think that's somehow cool, but if you add an adjective, um, things get um, yeah m more complicated. Mm. Unfortunately, and I don't really I don't really know why because then uh, suddenly you need another article. Uh, <laughs> right? uh, do we? <laughs> I, there is something to this, like, and I guess it is roughly systematic, but to me it's all natural. Yeah. Uh, like uh, the nice car? Then oh. uh, Fina Yeah, then you have the den. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Never occurred to you that, that it's different. No. <laughs> I I don't know. These are the things you never really ponder when Yeah, yeah. when it comes uh, naturally. Of course, yeah. But if you have to have to learn it, uh then then you wonder why like uh or or yeah, then it's then it's something you have to take care about it at least. Right. Yeah. In fact, I I noticed that I um I for forgot something about the uh, pronunciation stuff that I would like to mention. Um What what would you say is the strangest sound in Swedish? Or <laughs> no idea. I mean, mm, not in your dialect, maybe, but uh, there is uh, uh, in some dialects there are ingressive sounds. Oh, is it? it is <laughs> it the the yes from the far yeah. north? Yeah, right. Uh, okay, that that is a funny one. Um. So I don't know. Can you can you um, can you do it? Or <laughs> <laughs> well, I said previously that I didn't want to try to imitate some, oh, right, some, that's true, that's some true. accents, but <laughs> roughly it's something like so. When you say yes, you it's typically your yeah. But uh, somewhere in the north, they somehow do something along the lines of <laughs> where they just breathe in. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Okay. Um, there, there is also so uh, there is one one video um, of this um, 
English um, newspaper um, about Sweden, the local, mm -hmm. and they they have a video where they like interview people from Umeå, I think. Right. And also, uh, and, and there you can hear the uh, authentic uh, sound. Um, but there's also a website. Um, uh, it's by a professor, I think. Um, it's called ingressivespeech.info, and he also has um, various examples of not just um, Swedish, but also other languages which have ingressive sounds. Um, which Isn't means there that are also some some ridiculous example with a woman from the Faroe Islands yeah, who right, speaks a right. whole sentence <laughs> like right, that. Right, that's that's exactly that. Yeah, um, yeah. So so ingressive means like you breathe in while you pronounce. So I think your your uh, approximation was uh, was already really good. <laughs> <laughs> um so so uh, yeah ingressivespeech.info. Um uh but I also uh, uh have to say that um it's not just in in the north uh, so at least I have the feeling that many Swedes so it's not s that extreme, like just <laughs> just breathing in, basically. But many Swedes, um, when they say yes, uh, they say something like "yeah." Yeah, so there's something somehow. That. So that's something really typical for me, like uh, at least for some occasions of saying yes. So yeah, it's um, somehow it's, it uh, has a particular meaning. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> right. <laughs> so like a bit of life is so hard, yeah. something like that. Yeah. No, no, it's 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 true. Uh, I guess I also probably do it sometimes. But mm -hmm, mm -hmm. also, when you speak English, oh, I have no idea. <laughs> I I hope not. I, I will. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's not uh, it's not uh, so bad, but uh, yeah, but maybe you don't because it's um, somehow uh, uh, tied to to uh, Swedish. Or maybe you do. I will. I will uh, um, listen closely. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> okay. So so yeah, this one was just one uh, one more little funny sound in Swedish. Okay. Um, I would like uh, to talk a bit about uh, loan words and how, how Swedish um, handles words from other languages. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> you're laughing. Why? I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing we're going to do some French ones and compare them to German. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you like. <laughs> we have have an example uh, that uh, something that came to your mind directly, maybe. Uh, well, like restaurant is yeah. originally a French word, yeah. I guess, and. Uh, uh, which which exists in English, Swedish, and German, mm -hmm. and uh, and in I yeah English yeah right mm -hmm. and uh, like in 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 Swedish we've we've adopted this word we've changed the pronunciation and adapted the spelling of it accordingly. Mm. Uh, so we say restaurant yeah, and uh, it ends with ng, which signifies this ng. Yeah. sound uh, at the end mm -hmm. and in in german i guess you 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 should say that rather than me but there pe people go uh, they they yeah. try to pronounce it more the french way restaurant restaurant yeah so uh, i think there are different ways like you can say restaurant but you can also say restaurant so mm -hmm. 
but the thing is that uh, still it's written like in French, so with the T in the end. Uh, like in English. Like in English, yeah. Yeah, but that's even... So, I mean, the rest of the word is unchanged in Swedish, right? It's still... Yeah, that's so, true. So, so it's not so extreme. And so extreme <laughs> example. Um, and like it's yeah. it's the same thing with the kartong. Yeah, kartong. It's it's uh, with the G in the end. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of my favorite uh, uh, examples is fauteuil, <laughs> because that really looks different. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> in Swedish, you know, it's like the O is like. It's like the A with the with the yeah A O or what A ring A, A ring A ring yeah, and then in the end it's U L J. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I I looked up the French spelling because I wasn't so sure, and actually it's also ridiculous because you have E U I. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> and I think it makes totally sense to adapt the spelling to the way you would write it in your language and, and you, you pronounce it. Um, I mean, in French, that's actually like a, a problem that, uh, or a bit, uh, it's hard to learn because you have so many uh, letters that you don't actually pronounce. No. Um, but uh, yeah, and, and then for, I think for Germans, uh, it's always funny to see the Swedish um, versions because in German, um, you don't really do that, like adapt the the spelling to the German spelling, um, even even if you if the pronunciation is changed, and it's it's mostly the case because yeah, some all the nasals they are really like the on, right. you don't really have that in in other languages, and then you just say on, so, <laughs> but. Uh, um, it's not just uh, with French words, it's also like with uh, uh, stuff from English. Like, um, I like how everything can be turned into a verb. Like, um, I mean, that's, al that's also in, in German. Like, if you search something on Google, for example, mm -hmm. then uh, you can Googler. Right. <laughs> so, uh, and... Um, also to 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 call someone over Skype, uh, Skype, yeah. uh, which I've also uh, also seen. So there is the spelling with Skype, just as Skype with the Y. But I've also seen versions where you uh, adapt it to the Swedish spelling, like with AJ or something. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, and and I think we've also uh, you've uh, talked about Leica, so yeah. to to like. To like something, something on, on, Facebook. on Facebook, yeah, uh, like yeah, like, with also <laughs> with A AJ, yeah, yeah, um, and uh, uh, SMS, right? That like send them the text message, uh, yeah. So so it's really flexible in that way. So it's always interesting to see to see these new uh, new words, yeah. I mean that's that's not so unusual to have new new verbs or nouns. Uh, yeah, this if, this yeah. is sort of the similar same thing in English and German, right? Yeah, of course. If, when new technology is developed or stuff like that, you need new words, of course. But um, um, something that is rather unusual is to have a new uh, pronoun. 
<laughs> cringe. <laughs> because um, like these nouns and verbs, they are uh, called uh, open word classes. Um, that means you can add new stuff all the time. Mm -hmm. um, but something like uh, pronouns or articles, um, they are considered to uh, be like closed word classes because once you have a certain set, you don't really extend it. Like why should you have a new article? But in Swedish, um, uh, there is in fact a, a new pronoun or discussions about, about it. Um, could you tell us something about that? Um, yeah, so so the basic thing is uh, what is it? Third person singular in English. That's he, she, and it. Mm -hmm. In in Swedish, there is den and det for for nouns. Mm -hmm. But then for people, there is also he and she, han or hun. Mm -hmm. And uh, the the. the "Quote unquote new one," which I think actually was invented uh, about fifty years ago, but it okay. didn't catch on until okay. recently. Mm -hmm. uh, this is uh, "hen." So there's "han" for he, "hun" for she, mm -hmm. and "hen" is uh, doesn't define the gender of the mm. person. Mm. And uh, this has gained quite a lot of popularity in in recent years. Mm -hmm. I think. So I think it has even, we haven't talked about this, but there is this Swedish academy. Mm -hmm. French has the French academy that sort of yeah. defines the language, decides mm -hmm. uh, what what words there are and yeah. <laughs> how to spell them yeah. and so on. Huh. And, and the Swedes copied this a couple of centuries ago. Mm -hmm. um, so there is some sort of association, or mm -hmm. uh, which is called Svenska Akademin. And they they have a dictionary, uh, and they just recently there was a new edition. I think the fourteenth edition, and I think they've actually uh, adopted this. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's in the new edition. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I read about that as well. Yeah, um, and that there were some discussions whether that's good or not. And yeah, this yeah. is a bit controversial sometimes. Mm -hmm. So I think um, you could compare it to, like in English, when you when you want to say something uh, something like he or she. So I don't know. You write a text and you say um, the user can uh, change his or her right. uh, um, settings or something like that. And you don't want to write his or her all the time. And you also don't just just don't want to write his or just her because. Uh, actually, uh, you don't care about the gender of the person you're referring to. And then uh, I think there are similar discussions in English that how would you, what is an elegant way to solve this? Uh, and uh, So I think there are different approaches like changing the pronoun every right. other sentence, uh, something like that, or just using they. Mm. And um, yeah, or you could make up a new pronoun something that is undefined for for underspecified <laughs> for gender and that's like the uh, the approach that is tried in sweden i don't know do do you use uh, hen in your <laughs> well you know <laughs> I've, I've i've lived here in in germany for 4 years so i don't yeah. speak that much swedish these days oh, yeah, and okay. actually it it 
nobody used it it's just the past four year four three or four years i think okay. so okay. um but i have friends back in sweden that, yeah. that do use it really okay. um oh. however there is also um uh i think that this pronoun already exists Uh, mm -hmm. There is another word for this. Yeah, I'm. I've. I haven't thought it through. If you can use it completely interchangeably. Yeah. Uh, but it's vederbörande. Uh, okay. Uh, this okay. is sort of referring back to somebody, and it doesn't uh, define mm -hmm. the 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 gender. Okay. So, um, uh, but I guess it's pretty lengthy, so it's not that fun to to say it, and few people use this. Yeah, I never heard this one. So yeah. And what does it literally mean? Something like? Uh, oh no, I oh. couldn't. I couldn't okay, explain there's, this. There's no real. Uh, there is some really yeah. old etymology to yeah, this, yeah. but uh, okay. okay. But it's. I. I think it's also with pronouns. We like to keep them short. Like these words course, we use yeah. a lot. Yeah. They, they tend to be very short. And yeah. and the, what is that? Three or four s syllables. So. Of, of five like oh five even <laughs> yeah so um there is a point uh -huh. to to having one that's shorter yeah and and i think it this is certainly being adopted like also sort of in official documents documents from the government and mm. so on they're, they're slowly newspapers starting also? to pick this up yeah, yeah. also newspapers mm. yeah so so i read that it's like um so in, in finnish um there's also a word hen mm -hmm. And uh, in Finnish, there isn't even the distinction between different genders and pronouns. Right. So, so uh, somehow the idea came from from Finnish, actually. Uh -huh. So that's what I read. Um, yeah, but um, that's one of the hot topics in <laughs> <laughs> in the Swedish language now. Um, okay, we could talk a bit about false friends mm -hmm. um, between like English and Swedish and maybe German and Swedish. Um, and when I thought about it, I realized there there are many that are somehow explicit, like <laughs> you, you should have an explicit marker before it because they are all somehow related to uh, sexual stuff or, uh, you know, um, shit or something like that. Uh -huh. So... Uh, so uh, <laughs> okay, now I know what you're thinking about. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Tem. So the word for cake. Yeah, for example. Uh, yeah. yeah. Which is spelled K-A-K-A. -A. Yeah. Um, and in, in in German, does that mean shit? Or in French, I think it does, right? I don't know really? how they spell it. I don't know in French. But in German, it's at least... It could at least be... Um, seen as a word that children use mm -hmm. for for shit uh, and it's really similar to the word kacke which uh -huh. is also shit uh, yeah and it's uh, i think it's funny for many because uh, cake is supposed to be something tasty and, <laughs> <laughs> and it's a bit uh, you know yeah uh, but there's there's a, a lot of other stuff so For, for German, one thing which is really um, so, if you if you look at a text, you get the impression that the that the Swedes they just think about um, having sex all the time uh -huh. <laughs> because of oh. the <laughs> <laughs> because the number six is actually 
yeah, th that. Um, and there is uh, there is um, the word fic, uh -huh. <laughs> which is unfortunately really usual um, because it's like the it means God, God, and so be like be become. Or, uh, so so it's the yeah. from get the the um, past from to get past form. Yeah, or um, to be allowed to. Yeah, allowed to be that. Um, Yeah, and and uh, so I remember that when when reading texts aloud, saying "fick" all the time is somehow <laughs> strange, because yeah, you know it's "fuck" or actually it's the imperative of, <laughs> of "fuck" like in German. So yeah, uh, and then there's also uh, "ficker," uh -huh. yeah, uh, or the the uh, "fick lampa," <laughs> <laughs> which is the Is it pocket lamp? Yeah. Could you say that? Yeah. Um, can you think of any false friends between English and Swedish, maybe? Uh. That, that uh, could be embarrassing. <laughs> uh. not, not from the top of my head, but yeah. I'm sure there is plenty. <laughs> yeah. So the fact that there are like sites, also. the 10... Most amazing false friends in uh, Swedish. Uh, okay. <laughs> Sound like that. Uh, so there is um, the word slut. Uh, uh -huh. Like if you see it written, um, S-L-U-T, mm -hmm. then you have some other associations in uh, in English. And also um, F-A-R-T. <laughs> Fart. Yeah. Uh-huh. But in, in, in Swedish, it's like... Ah, speed, right. Speed. Fault. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, really, most of, of them are like that, like <laughs> related to shit or sex. So, or, yeah, farting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I guess those are the, the interesting ones that are listed everywhere. Uh. So uh, one, one between German and Swedish that is also quite popular is uh, like the one about beer like oh, uh, when yeah. you get come to a um well, what's it called uh, when you have to get uh, it, when you need oil for your car and then come to a, what's it what's the, the the gas station the gas station <laughs> and then you ask for oil in sweden then what then you would get so oil means uh, beer yeah in swedish yeah and in german it means oil right yeah And the other There, there's around. a couple of these as well <laughs> yeah. that I'm often amusing myself with <laughs> between German and, and Swedish with yeah. uh, clothing items. Uh, ah, yeah. So in German, a skirt is called rock. Mm -hmm. And in, in Swedish, that means coat. Mm -hmm. But the German word for coat, mm -hmm. mantel, yeah. in Swedish, this is, this is like a cape, like what yeah. Superman is wearing. Ah, uh, yeah. So... Uh, And there are a couple. There's there's more than the, these two, but for some reason, several uh, uh, clothing items uh, mm -hmm. don't mean the same thing in German and Swedish. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and one uh, uh, one that I find uh, quite cool because um, the yeah, it's the basically the same word, but it means the opposite. Or so in. Uh, in German, the word Halm uh -huh. is uh, uh, in Swedish is Stroh, uh -huh. and the, the German word Stroh 
is a halm in Swedish. Okay. So it's like the same words, but and it's also related. Like uh, halm in German is a part of what is stroh. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't right? actually. I don't know these terms well enough to tell you. Yeah, they're. Uh, it's kind of special domain, what, yeah. right? Uh, agriculture, or I don't know. What yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, now that you mentioned Superman, um, I, I uh, came to think of um, all the nice uh, Swedish names for uh, comic characters. Uh huh. <laughs> like for, I would, so uh, Superman. Is there a special name for Superman? Uh, Yeah, he's he's called the uh, Stolmanen. Ah, so Steelman. So, yeah, okay. Uh, but I think uh, the thing that came to my mind is like Batman, because <laughs> this is <laughs> yeah, Ladderlappen. <laughs> yeah, which is like leather patch. Or leather something. patch. Yeah. Uh, uh, so so I looked this up once, and it's also kind of um, type of um, bat. So uh, there is a uh, there is a oh there really is a yeah. bat called that in yeah. Swedish yeah so Aha. so so it's a kind of special uh, sort okay so uh, yeah why else would you call Batman like that I don't know <laughs> <laughs> or do you have an idea I, mean, I have no maybe idea. there is some I guess <laughs> I was always assuming right or wrong that like I never followed Batman <laughs> but maybe some of his clothing is made from leather. <laughs> yeah. uh, Yeah. Or his cape or something. That could also be. <laughs> But then, I mean, it, it doesn't sound so so hero, like like he's no. a hero or something like that. It's, more it's, like a, it's <laughs> a pretty lame name for a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then all the, all the ducks <laughs> from, from uh, uh, Duckburg, they also have their, their, their own names and they're really different uh, from the, the English uh, ones. Donald I'd Duck and his yeah, yeah, buddies. Yeah. 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 Like Kala Anka is, is Donald Duck. Right. right. So But I he, he has, what's his name in, in German? Donald Duck. Aha, okay. Okay, some, some say Duck <laughs> because that's <laughs> okay. what it's written. Uh -huh. But still, it's, I mean, I think the, so what's the, the uncle of Donald Duck? Right. So he, he's called Dagobert in German, and I think in, in English it's something really different. Scrooge, Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. But I guess this no, no German can pronounce this, so they changed it. Right. Uh, and in, in Swedish it's some... What is it? It's Joachim von Anke. Joachim, yeah. And it's um, f like Fabruer Joachim, right? So right. The, the, the but but he's, yeah. he's also referred to as Uncle Scrooge in... In mm -hmm. English, right? Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, and then, yeah, Uncle Dagobert, yeah, right, yeah. And this this uh, uh, makes me think of the the uh, how family relations are uh, expressed. Uh -huh. <laughs> like Fabruer is like uncle, but uh, only on your father's side. Only yeah, because it's your father's brother, right? Uh, literally. So uh, yeah, c uh, can you explain this? Uh, how do you? <laughs> so the, the basic building block blocks are Fach yeah. and Much, yeah. which means father and mother. Yeah. And uh, Bruch yeah. and Sister, which mean brother and sister. Mm -hmm. And then you sort of just concatenate them. them. <laughs> so yeah. Fach, Fach, 
that's father's father. So yeah. it's my grandfather on my father's side. Yeah. Uh is my father's mother. Yeah. Uh, and the opposite on my mother's side uh, w would be uh Murfach for mm -hmm. my grandfather and mm -hmm. Murmuch for my grandmother. Yeah. Um yeah, so and then uncle on my father's side would be Farbruch. Yeah. Farbruch. Mm. And Morbruch on my mother's <laughs> side. Yeah. That's that's really efficient somehow. So yeah. a lot of information and real a really short word because yeah. And it it, yeah. it also works in the uh, opposite direction. So a mm. grandfather could speak of his grandchild mm. as son son <laughs> or daughter son. Yeah. Uh, mm. or or an uncle can speak of his uh, nephew as Bruchson. Mm. Uh, could you also extend that, like talk about the father of your of the father of your mother or something like that, like stacking yeah, but, three? But it does. Then it it's no longer a compound. So Fafa, this is really yeah, you yeah. glued the two words together into uh, yeah. one, right? Uh, but uh, with my uh, uh, the next step, you would say Fafars Fach. So it's okay. That's the possessive marker. So my grandfather's father, right? Okay. Okay. You, so you cannot just no. make really long <laughs> chains and then uh, talk about your ancestors no. from a uh, hundred years ago. But I, I guess you rarely need those, right? Yeah, of course. But it would be cool. <laughs> 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 yeah, I guess at some point it also get you cannot follow anymore. Like you cannot yeah. keep track of uh, the relationship in the tree. So, yeah. Um, so that's also uh, similar to to what we already uh, mentioned in the Chinese uh, about Chinese, because they also have kind of this fine grained system. Right. But that was yeah. even more fine-grained, wasn't it? Yeah, it was also something about the Oldest smaller and sister yeah, and yeah. The, the older sister and stuff like that. Um, I know Hungarian yeah. also makes this distinction okay. between yeah. a brother that's older than yeah. you and a brother that's younger than you. Yeah. And what do what do you do if you maybe talk about another person and you want to talk, uh, refer to their grandpa, but you don't know if it's the from the father or the mother's side? Is there a workaround? Or well, but why wouldn't I know if I want to talk about <laughs> this person? Okay, maybe that's that's the point. You never I, get I in guess that situation. that situation rarely arises. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Maybe that's true. <laughs> but I mean, for people you don't know so well. Or well, somehow they must have introduced this person into <laughs> conversation, right? And then they have already disambiguated it for you. Okay. Yeah, that's that may be true. Like I guess if if there was a word which was ambiguous as mm. grandfather, mm. then this situation could arise. Somebody uses that to introduce mm. the person. Mm. But but yeah, I guess we don't have a word which which does, doesn't uh, clearly <laughs> specify on on which side it is. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. So handy. Um, okay, so I suggest that we come to an end. Um, do, do you have any anything you c could recommend uh, to people who are interested in Swedish to 
where you can get maybe where you can practice your Swedish or get, learn more. I don't know some some secret uh, tip. <laughs> 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 I, I everyone should know. You're probably better at answering that, that question <laughs> than me because I you know I never really look into these things. I don't yeah, need to learn. Of that's that's true but uh, i mean maybe there's some some swedish website you like to to read or to listen to and which could be interesting for people that already know swedish and just to practice or um no if you not, don't know not, not quite like i read some newspapers online but yeah so uh Besides that, not, nothing that comes to mind, actually. Okay. Yeah, of course, I have uh, some things. So um, uh, there is one um, radio show um, in Swedish about ah, Swedish. Yeah. Do you know this one? Yeah, Spruket i yeah. 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 So, and it's also available as podcast. Um, and um, so they they speak about Swedish based so um, you can um, send questions to them like uh, often it's stuff like why do people nowadays say x and not y like I would do right. <laughs> or uh, yeah you can ask for the the, the uh, origin of uh, some words or something like that and um, it's it's interesting and um, so they always have um, like a linguist who answers the questions, the questions and uh, one of them, uh, Ilva Bührmann, she's also from Skåne, uh -huh. uh, I think also from Lund and um, so I, I always like to hear her dialect also. Um, then there's also Språk um, Tidningen. Uh -huh, yeah. So it's kind of a newspaper about language, about um, more, more like a magazine, right? Like, like, yeah, okay, like a magazine, right? So I think it's like um, every two months or something like that, and they also um, have um, articles online. It's also in Swedish, but um, about all kinds of languages. Um, and then one website that that I found helpful for when when learning Swedish is called. Otta Sidur, it's it's like uh, also like a newspaper website, but with easy Swedish. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, targeted at, at people who have problems with reading, um, or people learning, just learning. And um, uh, the cool thing is you so you have like news, but in really simple sentences, and you can also listen to uh, the text. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I, ch I checked it out uh, some days ago, and now you can even, they even show, um, so when you listen to the text, they also mark the word that is pronounced mm -hmm. uh, in this moment. So you, you uh -huh. have the alignment, uh, so to say, like, like subtitles. So. Okay. And I think that's, that's quite cool to, to practice uh, your Swedish. Um, Okay, so and now as a, as uh, the last um, point, I would like to play a Swedish song. Uh -huh. um, so I don't know, you didn't already listen to the Esper Esperanto uh, episode, right? No, I didn't. Because you didn't even get through <laughs> Chinese. <laughs> I, I will eventually. So. <laughs> um, yeah, but um, uh, there we played also a song in the end in Esperanto, mm -hmm. and I uh, I think it's a, it's a nice idea to try to do that every time to also have a bit. Yeah, of music um, in, in the respective language. And 
last time um, the the um, the band that we played, uh, La Perdita Generatio, uh, is also from Sweden, uh -huh. in fact. And um, my guest Johannes um, knows them personally, and so um, and he asked if if. Uh, I may play the song because that's always a problem if you want to play music. Yeah, uh, with copyright and, uh, issues yeah. and this stuff. Okay. Um, but I think uh, in this case they also have a, like a Creative Commons license on their songs. Um, yeah, but but that's always a problem, like to get uh, not to do uh, any copyright infringement. Um, but this time, um, uh, as I have th this kind of uh, tighter connection to Swedish, I decided to also choose a song. Um, to which I have a tighter connection because I'm singing it myself uh -huh. um, together with other people. Uh -huh. <laughs> Luckily, that's better for everyone. Um, because when I was in Lund, um, I was in a choir. Okay. Gudrun Kören. Um, and uh, this was a really good... Uh, so uh, becoming a member in this choir was a really good decision um, just to get to know local people. Mm. Because as an exchange student... It's really easy to get to know people, but most of them are other exchange students. Oh. <laughs> so in the beginning, and uh, so having some something like that, like uh, uh, spare time activity, um, is I think is a good way to to uh, meet the locals, and uh, I think it also uh, boosted my uh, my Swedish learning. Yeah, as I I got to learn some Swedish songs, but especially in the breaks in between. Uh -huh. <laughs> so there was also uh, there's always like um, a fika uh, break. <laughs> also uh, important Swedish word like yeah. uh, taking a break, having having a coffee um, and cake, and yeah, uh, that's that's really important. Uh, and also afterwards in the pub, um, uh, I learned a lot of Swedish, um, and. Uh, Uh, sometimes we also had like concerts mm -hmm. um, and uh, one of the the coolest experiences in this whole stay was in fact the Lucia concert that we uh -huh. had uh, so uh, then we should maybe explain uh, what what this uh, Lucia is about so it's uh, in English it's uh, called St. Lucy's Day I, I just uh, It is. Some, it it's named yeah. after some saint. I yeah, know. yeah. So it's Santa Lucia in uh, in Swedish, I think, and also in Italy. It's also right. uh, there's also this kind of um, uh, day in Italy, and it's the the thirteenth of December. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, yeah, maybe you can explain it better. You have, I guess. You I don't <laughs> know. Like uh, these, it's some weird tradition, right? So uh, I'm not <laughs> sure how to explain yeah. it in some objective way from a third person point of view but you don't have to you can like <laughs> like when i went to school we did this every mm -hmm. year on mm -hmm. the 13th and it's some sort of uh ceremony where there's a woman <laughs> who sort of depicts this yeah. saint saint santa lucia mm. um and she Don't ask me why, but she has uh, she has she wears some kind of hat which is uh, mm. uh, with the uh, candles on it, mm. and wears uh, white white clothing and stuff. Mm. And then 
Uh, <laughs> maybe you should take over it. It's just so bizarre. Uh, and then, all, like somehow, this is also the coolest thing. If if you get to be, this is done by the school children, and yeah. and everybody's involved, but only one can be uh, the Lucia, and and uh, everybody else is just walking behind her in uh, c carrying a candle. Um, and then there are some songs associated with this. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe we, I, you can give me your version. <laughs> I, it was a pretty good summary. <laughs> so, um, so I'm not not so sure about the uh, so actually why it exists either. So it has something to do with. Um, so she's like the the saint of the light, mm -hmm. and because it's so dark in winter, right. and she brings the light, and that's why there's candles and. Right. Um, um, yeah, and it's so in every kind of social community there is one yeah, as you said, one Lucia is elected and right. um and then there are like uh, these processions right when and then where you sing uh, these songs. So this this concert um it was together with two other choirs actually and so it was one really huge choir and um it was in the main building of the university in Lund. Like the, it's a really prominent building. It's mm. like on every postcard, nice white house, and um, and. Uh, I, for the record, I yeah. you know I studied in Lund, but yeah. I never ever sat, uh, put my foot in that really? building. Really? Yeah, yeah. Really? Wow. Like I, I mean, think the rector yeah. has his office there and some administration, yeah. and there yeah. is some big rooms. Mm. But I, I studied <laughs> four or five years there and never went into this house. <laughs> then I yeah. go on the uh, Wikipedia page for Lund yeah. University, and this is this is yeah. how it's depicted. But yeah, I mean, uh, you don't really study there, right? No, it's no, just right. for. Um, yeah, like for such events. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So, yeah, but uh, I was inside. Yeah. Um, and so, and the uh, I mean, if you if you just search on YouTube, you can also see how how it's such a concert looks like because it's uh, always the same. Like there is the Lucia, as you said, she has this kind of crown with candles on top, and a white dress and. Um, and all the other people also have white dresses, like really uh, simple white. It's like a night uh, nightgown. Yeah. Uh, also, including the boys. <laughs> yeah, but the boys <laughs> they wear these funny-looking conical hats. Right? Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. With uh, I think also little stars on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, that's that's quite funny to see. Um, and. And then there's, I think there's always some kind of, yeah, it's like a procession. So you have kind of choreography that you first come in singing and then you stand and sing and in the end you leave <laughs> um, and sing. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, yeah, and, and so we all had also candles in our hands, which kind of freaked me out because, so burning candles, uh, because I was thinking like uh, all the girls with their long hair and you know the the dresses. Uh, it could get really dangerous if you just. It, it uh, is dangerous. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I think in yeah. some in schools with uh, really small children, sometimes mm. they replace the candles yeah. with uh, electric things. Yeah. yeah, I can see why. Yeah. <laughs> but everything went all right. Uh, but 
I mean, especially if you walk around with the, with yeah. the candle, it's yeah. Who um, I I don't I'm not sure if this would be possible in Germany to do something <laughs> like that. I mean, um, yeah. So and then uh, most of the songs are kind of kind of Christmassy, like uh, traditional Christmas songs, and there are some songs about how great Lucia is, mm -hmm. but um, also because. Uh, you know today is not not really the kind of weather where you want to listen to christmas songs um i chose one song that isn't really related to christmas or winter so it uh, it fits to the context but um it's uh, it doesn't say christmas uh, anywhere <laughs> so um it's called war interet für so do you know this it somehow rings a bell but okay uh, so it's, it means don't be afraid of the dark, mm -hmm. um, which is, of course, uh, like um, related to this whole winter thing, right. but it doesn't have to. Um, and so uh, I remember that, that this one was uh, one of my favorites because it's um, so at first glance, it's quite simple. Actually, it's really short um, and it's just uh, two voices. So just soprano and alto and so only girls. So sorry, guys, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but it still has some interesting harmonies, or actually, it's more disharmonies. So and it has a special. Um, so it sounds a bit like from another sphere, I think. Um, and uh, I also like the the lyrics. Um, I think they are quite nice. They are poetic, and because it's based on a poem, so it's not so surprising. Uh, by Eric Bloomberry, uh -huh. um, and so basically, it's it's like uh, don't be afraid of the dark, because it's where the light. Um, how would you translate uh, villa? Rests. Rests. Um, so the the whole message is like, uh, uh, yeah, there there is no um, light without darkness. So, and. Um, and you you could like interpret it as like there is no uh, no joy without sadness something like that. Uh. Um, and then for the song we also had a kind of special choreography because we were like standing around the the audience in a circle and uh, blowing out the candles one by one. Mm -hmm. And I remember that it took way too much time. <laughs> so it should have gone much faster. And then in the end it was uh, dark. So because, you know, singing about darkness. And then um, after the song, um, so uh, except for the candles of Lucia, I think, because she has all the candles on her head. And then afterwards, um, the candles were lit one by one, uh, starting from the uh, candles of Lucia. So this was like, uh -huh. a, this is like the, the scene, which you have to imagine when you hear this. <laughs> <laughs> um, then I, I want to say tak so much. Was good. I hope you had a bit of fun and I uh, also want to thank the listeners for listening. Also uh, hope you enjoyed it. And um, yeah, now remember like the nice uh, university building and the darkness <laughs> and to listen to the song. Okay, so hey do. Hey do. Oh.